Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife called to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 10 of the Goal Crafter Podcast. I'm so happy that you're tuned in today. Today, we are going to be talking about thoughts and how thoughts are the one key to every result and every goal that you achieve. But before we get started on that, can I please read you my review from today? This review comes in from one of my favorite people, B. Burns. Hello, B. Burns. She says, This is amazing. It's never too late to become who you are designed to be. Dream big and set goals. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and experience. Well, you're welcome. And thank you, B. Burns, for taking the time out of your busy, busy day to leave this review. It blesses me and in turn, I hope that you are blessed as well. So today we're going to cover thoughts and thoughts as they relate to circumstances. I think this is timely given all that is going on in the world today. But you know, there's probably never been a moment in time when somebody somewhere on the planet hasn't felt the same way you and I feel today about all that we see transpiring before our very eyes. In Proverbs 23:7, it says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. Sorry, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. My coach always says, circumstances don't deliver results, but thinking does. She taught me that all circumstances in this life are neutral. Yep, they're completely 100% neutral. So COVID is neutral. The economy, neutral. Somebody dying, neutral. Somebody getting born, neutral. But the way we think about those circumstances gives them either a positive or a negative charge. Very often, two people will have polarity in the thought that they have about the same circumstance. And if you review in your mind those circumstances I just mentioned, you will have a very strong thought reaction to each one of those. But here's a recent example from my previous life in the business world. This is a circumstance description. A team member would be given a raise. Now there are a range of thoughts that could be directed towards that circumstance. The raise is the circumstance. It's a fact. The supervisor's thoughts might be some like these. I'm so glad I could raise her pay. Even though the company isn't growing, 
we can afford to increase her pay substantially to recognize her and hopefully keep her talent right here in this world. Who knows? Maybe it will even inspire her to do more. As a former supervisor, I think those are all pretty positive thoughts. Would you agree? However, the team member receiving the raise could have thoughts like these. She calls that a raise? I worked twice as hard this year as I did all year last year. I passed up other opportunities. I can't believe that's all she's giving me. I should have gotten so much more. This is almost an insult. Hmm. The raise, which is a circumstance in this instance, is neutral. The supervisor and the team member, as you can see, had very different thoughts about the same thing. One was fairly positive and one was fairly negative. The raise didn't change. It was simply a fact in their world. But the way that it was perceived gave rise to the actions that followed next. Here's another example to illustrate this point of neutrality of circumstances. Church is currently being held online. That's a fact. It's a circumstance that we're all living with these days. My thoughts about this circumstance range from, well, that's innovative. I can listen to church in my pajamas. I can listen from the comfort of the couch. Those are some of my more positive thoughts about it. And then all the way over to, this is so annoying. I want to worship God in person with other heartbeats at the same time, just like I have done my whole life. Same circumstance, two different trains of thoughts. One is from my angel side and one is from my other side. But the important point here, important point here is that we get to observe the thoughts we create and then we get to choose to embrace them, reject them, or replace them. A key concept there is we get to observe the thoughts we're thinking. This is really important because our thoughts are the generators of our feelings and our feelings are the dictators of our actions. Circumstances in this world are by and large beyond our control. There's one thing we can control and it's a magnificent gift from our dear Lord, and that is the thoughts we think about said circumstances. Actually, that's a mic drop sentence, but I'm going to keep going. Every result, every goal that we have achieved thus far in this life is a result of two things. God's grace and our thoughts, feelings, and actions, but not our circumstances. It's good to know this prior to setting goals. If you don't like your circumstances, change your perspective. After all, we were not created to be victims of the circumstances, but victors, victors through Christ. We are the overcomers. Your circumstances and your results are either aligned, which is good and desirable, or misaligned. Everything in between your circumstances, and the results in your life is optional. It's this big, giant, just think of it as a big platter of options before you. 
You get to choose your thoughts. Your thoughts are going to then inspire your feelings and those feelings are going to lead to the actions that you take or don't take to create alignment with your thoughts. How would you think? What would you like to feel? What actions are you willing to take and what actions are necessary to take to get the result or the results that you want? Listen, I know you are a goal crafting midlife mama. I know that. So I also know you have goals. That means you already know the results that you want to get in this world, right? Evidence of your future circumstances and results is a reflection of your current thinking. That's right. The thoughts that you're having right now in this moment and the thoughts that you've been having over the course of these days, the thoughts that you're going to be thinking in the next few minutes or hours, those give you the evidence of what you are going to see in your future. Remember the RAS? We talked about it last week, the reticular activating system. Well, the RAS is all about your future. It doesn't care about your past at all, not one iota. It's all about your future. It's always sifting and filtering all the evidence for your eyes only that demonstrates that your thoughts are true and that they're relevant and that they're on target. That's this job. Your job is to feed it the thoughts that will align with what you really want. It's all on you, girl. Here's some good news. Feeling the emotion of the future result that you want is an indicator it's almost as good as done. To feel the emotion, though, you've got to separate facts from thoughts. Too often we believe that our thoughts are facts, our circumstances, when as a matter of fact, those thoughts are really limiting and they don't serve us. Remember, adjectives and opinions are thoughts. Facts are the circumstances. Circumstances are always facts. Feelings, on the other hand, are the result of our thoughts. They're caused by our thoughts. They can be sensations or emotions. So to illustrate, cold is a sensation. Joy is an emotion. These feelings cause our actions. Again, circumstances don't cause our results. So you cannot say, well, I'm spending more time at home because of COVID. (laughs) I know I lost some of you there. Some of you may be saying, well, actually I am spending more time at home because of COVID. Because before COVID, I was spending most of my time at the office or I was spending most of my time at the gym or I was spending most of my time running errands or what have you. What's stopping you from spending time at the gym now? If your gym is closed, isn't there another gym open? What would be causing you to not run your errands? Is every place that you used to run errands closed because of COVID? No, your thinking about COVID is what is causing you to to spend more time at home. That's right. Your thinking about COVID is causing you to spend more time at home. If you didn't want to be home and your boss said, Monica, Monica, 
we can't stay open because of COVID. So you, if you want to continue to work here, you must work from home. Well, if you accept that, if you think, oh, my boss is completely right. I do want to work there. And so therefore I must work at home. Well, newsflash, your thoughts are what led you to embrace that idea and to work from home. Okay. I know I'm taking you down a rabbit trail here, but it's to get you to understand that circumstances are not controlling your life. You are not a victim of your circumstances. You can be victimized by the thought patterns you get yourself into. And trust me when I say I am speaking from experience here. It is not an easy thing to take every thought captive, but that is what we're instructed to do. And so if we're going to honor our place in this world as heirs to the kingdom, as daughters of the living God, then we must choose to live victoriously not as victims, no matter the circumstances. Okay, off my soapbox on that. And moving on to the concept that every thought is optional. Every thought is optional. If you find yourself thinking a repeated thought, and we've discussed this in past episodes, you have some options to try on some different thoughts. So if you're thinking... Like I was in my earlier example, I just want to go to church and worship with other people at the same time in person. That's a thought and it doesn't necessarily serve me because it makes me underappreciate the opportunity that I have to worship with other people at the same time online. So I can try on some different thoughts that make put me in a better state, that put me in a better mental environment. So some of those might be, like I mentioned, well, I do get to worship online with other people in my PJs, which is really comfortable, and that's okay. So that's uh, an example of something that you could do. Any thought, you can try on an opposite thought, or you can try on a next level thought. So for example, I'm not earning as much money as I would like to during this point in time. Well, an additional thought that you could think is, I'm not earning as much money as I would like to at this moment in time. And I know this is temporary. How does that feel? We can do a whole entire episode on throwing out some thoughts and then trying to find some better feeling thoughts that will get us more of the result that we want and less of the result that we do not. The key point here is manage your brain, ladies, or it will manage you. Your brain always defaults to efficiency. It was designed that way. Your brain likes to take the easiest thought, and that would be a thought that you have habitually thought in the past, and regurgitate, recycle, reuse, because it likes efficiency. It likes to to use less energy, not more energy for its vital functions. So whatever is habitual for you to think is the default for your brain because it likes it. So regardless of whether that is habitually positive, negative, pessimistic, optimistic, whatever, if it's habitual, that's your default. And it says in scripture, again, take every thought captive. 
That's 2 Corinthians 10.5. So the challenge is to create new habits where needed and just polish the habits that we have that serve us. This concept that God has given us these brains and this mind and the Holy Spirit to guide us on this path in life is one that we need to fully acknowledge and embrace as we go about our day-to-day. I guess my takeaway today would be for you to understand that sometimes we are deceived by thinking that our current circumstances are dictating the path of our life. That is a lie. It's just a lie. Circumstances are not. The way we choose to think about our circumstances is what is giving us the results in our life that we are experiencing now. If I could, I know you're probably driving, so don't do this if you're driving, but take this out again when you get home or you get to the office and you have some spare time. Get a piece of paper. Write down on the paper C-T-F-A-R. Give some space beside each of those initials. The C stands for circumstance. The T stands for thoughts. The F stands for feelings. The A stands for action. And the R stands for results. And what I want you to do is think about a a situation that is currently showing up in your life, good or bad. Whatever the fact of the matter is, write that down as the circumstances. So for example, as a fact, why don't you put down your weight? Whatever your weight is, this is just for an example. Then write down your thought about whatever that number is. Good, bad, or indifferent, doesn't matter. Then describe the feeling that you have when you write down that thought. So if your weight is, let's say, 140 pounds, and your thought is, I need to lose 10 pounds. When you write that thought down, what is the feeling that that engenders in you? Is it excitement? Is it frustration? Is it some other emotion? Whatever it is, capture it as a feeling. Then write down an action that is inspired by the way that you're feeling. So if you were feeling like um, motivated to lose that 10 pounds, then an action might be to amp up your exercise, go from three times a week to five times a week with whatever you're doing, or to try keto eating, my personal fave, as opposed to paleo or something like that. So put down an action. And then put down the desired result that you would like to see. So if your current weight is 140 and you want to lose 10 pounds, then your result would be I weigh 30 pounds. That's kind of the goal that you're shooting for. When you use this model, and this is a model given to me by my coach, Brooke Castillo, you can can use this to challenge or underscore any thought that you are consistently having that is either serving you and you want more of it or is not serving you and you want to erase it from your thought pattern. 
the key thing is you have to take some time to actually observe the thoughts that you're thinking. Sometimes the thoughts can be unintentional. Like we might not even recognize that we're thinking a thought. This model is a great way to get you to challenge your thinking and to uncover thoughts that you may be having, especially those limiting thoughts. You know, the the thoughts that serve us, they're pretty top of mind. They're close to us. Those gratitude thoughts, those abundance thoughts, those love and peace and prayerful thoughts, those are fairly top of mind. They're high energy. They just seem to kind of float to the top. One thing that I've noticed about limiting beliefs is you sometimes have to excavate them. Like you got to get a shovel and you got to get your bucket and you got to dig deep to try to uncover the thought that is hiding in your mind that is keeping you in a stuck state of some sort. And especially if there are circumstances in your life that have you believing that the circumstance itself is what is derailing your progress or keeping you in a funk or harming your life in some way, that's when you know that you really need to consider doing some of this thought work. You can do it. And it's actually quite liberating when you can get to the bottom of an issue and deal with it. And as my coach says, feel the feeling and process it and then set it aside and flourish, grow from the experience. So that's what I want for you. Your, your circumstances are always a fact. Your thoughts about those circumstances are what creates your feelings and your feelings always dictate your actions and your actions always lead to your results. So as you do better thought management, as you take every thought captive, you control your thoughts, not the other way around, then you will achieve better results. That's what I want for you. That's my prayer for you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.